Prepare for a whole new sporting experience. This is Sports Planet. When the draw for the African Qualification Series for the 2018 FIFA World Cup were held in June 2016 at the CAF headquarters in Cairo, it was universally agreed that Group B of the series was the toughest. With former African champions Nigeria, Algeria and Zambia grouped alongside reigning African champions Cameroon, the stage was set for some of the most brutal encounters in the history of African football. To be honest, only an extremely brave or foolish man would put his money on the Super Eagles finishing top of such a group. After failing to qualify for three of the last four Africa Cup of Nations, the odds were heavily against Nigeria. But it is in the face of such adversity that the indomitable spirit of the Nigerian comes to the fore. And that is when the world sees the power of Niger. And so history will see Nigeria at the FIFA World Cup for the sixth time. Welcome to Sports Planet, your premium news and magazine sports show. Today on the show, we are still celebrating the qualification of the Super Eagles of Nigeria for the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia, and we will be hearing from the team's media officer, Toy Ibitoye. My name is Tunde Koiki. We'll take a short break now, and we will be right back with the rest of the show. Well, joining us now on the telephone is the media officer of the Super Eagles, Toy Ibitoy. Toy, let me start by congratulating you and the entire Super Eagles team on a successful World Cup qualifying campaign. Yeah, thank you, Tony. Um, I chance to tweet you on Nigerians, the federal government uh, of Nigeria, the um, sports loving people of Nigeria, the uh, federal ministry of youth and sports, the African state government particularly for their support. Everybody uh, involved. This is not just for the team. The Super Bowl uh, belongs to Nigeria, and uh, this victory, this ticket, is for Nigeria. Well, Tony, I need you to confess right now. Was the team under any pressure to get the job done on Saturday, and how did the technical staff deal with it? Yeah, there was pressure, uh, but you know, we must commend the leadership of Bernard um, Raw, um, Charles Uyusu, Aloyagu, the other coaches. Um, because they called the players up and, and told them that um, this game is going to be very tricky, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, we need to keep our minds off every other thing apart from the football on the pitch. Um, put your celebrations on hold, put everything behind you, focus on this game, and then um, we can celebrate at the end of it. So the message goes to the players, and um, indeed it was a difficult game, but at the end of the day, um, we had the right attitude, we had the right temperament on the pitch, uh, and we were able to get the results. So, yeah, it was, it was tough, but um, we are happy. Mm. So, would you say that this victory is particularly significant for the likes of William Trust Ekong, Leon Balogun, Alex Wobi, and Olaino, who, although born abroad, chose to play for Nigeria? And what lesson does this serve for the likes of Tammy Abraham and Dominic Shulanke? Yeah, um, in, in a way, we, we commend these boys for coming out for us, uh, deciding to play, play for Nigeria. Um, they, they needed Nigeria as much as Nigeria needed them. And I'm happy it has paid off um, in both ways. 
Um, but the other guys, well, they have to make up their minds and decide what they want. Um, but the good thing is that our team is open. Um, if, if, whether you are in Nigeria or outside of Nigeria, doesn't matter where you are born, if you, are, uh, if you have Nigerian blood uh, and you have the quality and uh, you have the commitment and you want to play for us, the doors will always be open. Um, this is also very significant for Nigeria. Uh, at this time of our national life, it's the message that the team has passed across to everyone that it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what tribe uh, you're from, it doesn't matter where you were born, provided you are Nigerian, you have something to contribute um, to the team, to Nigerian football, you will always be welcome. And um, also, um, foreigners who have something to give and can help us achieve our goals are welcome. Kenetro is from uh, German, some of his backroom guys are. Indonesian blood, uh, German blood, French, you know. So it, it, it's good that this is happening. And um, I believe it's a, it's a sign of bigger things to come for us uh, as a nation. If we pull our resources together, we can achieve a lot more. Mm, what was the qualification achieved? Can you tell us if Coach Gennard Raw will line up the Chan team or his second team in that final game away in Algeria? That was very tricky. Um, I will have to be very smart um, about how we go about uh, all of this now. Um, the FIFA window is so, is so tight in this. Um, you can't get enough time to prepare for the World Cup until the season is over uh, next year, and that's very little time. So the coach has uh, told uh, the press at the end of the match that he doesn't have a team B, he doesn't have a team C, uh, he only has a team A, and uh, he will always line up his team A for everything. So, um, it's going to be a very good opportunity for us to begin our World Cup preparation. Take that game, if it whichever way, take it as one of our friendly games before the World Cup to prepare our team, to take the players. So the new guys will get a chance because after the game against Algeria, coach Benatro is already working on a friendly so that we take advantage of the FIFA window to play the qualifier and a friendly game. So that starts for our preparations for the World Cup in Russia next year. Mm, I see. Well, quick word about the team captain, John Mikel Obi. Just how important was Mikel in this qualification success story? Yeah, I mean, Mikel is a fantastic player. He's a, he's a fantastic leader. Um, we're beginning to see another side to him now. Uh, we, we never saw before. He's, he's older. Uh, of course, he knows um, he won't be the national team forever. This is the opportunity he has to give, it, give an impression. The Nigerians of um, how crucial and important he is, and uh, yeah, he, he, he led the team well, rallied the troops really well, reinforced the messages of the coaches that we should take every game very seriously. He committed, he professional in our attitude, and he led um, from the front, led by example. He was slowed down by injury earlier in the season, and look at what he's been able to do for the team. This experience counted for so much. That was the difference between uh, when we played South Africa and we played Cameroon and Zambia. So. Thank you very much, Tony. And I hope you've already started taking Russian language lessons. Yeah, I have to do that now. I have to start to pick up um, words um, in Russia because uh, we have to get ready for the World Cup. We are going to be in Russia for a long time. Um, from the World Cup up to the, the end of the World Cup, who knows? We could be there on the final day. So we'll give everything we have. And uh, I will also try to do all I can to pick up the language so that I can um, be able to communicate 
because um, I suspect I, I perceive will be in Russia for a long time. That was Super Eagles media officer Toyin Ibitoye. Sports Planet will be right back. Stay tuned. And here is where we bring down the curtains on today's episode of Sports Planet. You can send me all your sports views, questions, and comments on Twitter, or just follow me at Babatunde Koiki. And for more sports stories from all across the world, please visit www.completesportsnanjira.com and you can click on the radio button on the website to listen to this episode or previous episodes of the show from our podcast archives. 